Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to WrestleWolf. This is Reconsidering WCW Nitro. I am Dr. Damien Gibson, and joining me, as always, is the man who only deals in kayfabe. It's Matthew Kayfabe. How are you going? I'm really good, man. I'm really good. I like that there's always, there's, there's always like a slight pause when I ask you how you're going, and I think it's because you're like, is he talking to me or the <laughs> audience? <laughs> I don't know what I think. It, uh, I think it's the tone in the way you say, "How's it going?" It like it feels like a legitimate question rather than the way everybody else on planet Earth says it was like, "How's it going?" Like, don't answer that. Th- these are just the pleasant pleasantries we go through before I can start talking about myself. <laughs> you don't do that. You actually ask it with a what feels like you want to know how I'm going, and I'm going very well. No, it's it's one of the many tricks I have in my arsenal of manipulation. <laughs> uh, uh, it, well, it's not a trick if you tell me about it, Matthew. That's <laughs> uh, you'll keep you'll still keep believing. You'll st- you'll keep eating from my my manipulative palm, my my Kevin Sullivan esque <laughs> Dungeon of Doom palm. Yeah, I'm I'm Sting. I just keep getting up and going. Yeah, we're friends, <laughs> right? Yeah, it doesn't matter, man. <laughs> We've got so yeah. much to talk about when it comes to Sting over the next couple of episodes. Um, but uh, one of the true morons of oh, wrestling. It's heartbreaking. The Sting story is heartbreaking. It's only going to get worse over the next year and a half, two years. But, oh, man. What, ma- what makes it better is knowing that this character, because this character is absolutely the guy who keeps getting screwed over and eventually, like, goes and watches The Crow and is like, I'm going to dress up like The Crow <laughs> and hang out in Dark Place at work because I'm in Dark Place like The Crow. <laughs> like, it's dressing up as a movie character is actually exceptionally uncool, an uncool thing to do. It's like dudes dressed as the Joker now. That's what are The you, Crow what? is. Are you trying to talk about the co- maybe the most <laughs> beloved wrestling character of all time, of our generation anyway, and you're yes. already... Delegitimizing it before Sting, Dark Sting gets into office. Yes, I am. I am. I just think that Sting's counted the illegal votes. I don't know. Um, 
let's get into it. It's Christmas Day. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Everyone's wearing their disgusting sweaters. That's one of the few things that, um, well, I mean, I, I every Christmas, usually on Christmas Day in Australia, and, and we live at the southern tip of it, so it's usually not that bad, but you're looking at 30 degrees Celsius plus on Christmas Day. Most people are in board shorts. You, you, you'll have barbecues or seafood or whatever. Um, yeah. I want to wear these jumpers. You know what I mean? You just can't. There's no way. There's no like if you're living in North Northwest Queensland, you're not wearing a tacky Christmas jumper. No, that's true. But people do get really into like um they they sort of buy into like Christmas in July to wear the tacky jumper, or they get t-shirts with prints with jumpers on them. Oh, that's actually that's not a bad idea. I've never gone in for Christmas in July. So fucking what? Seriously? It's always a work thing as well. It's never like. Uh, someone just got shot in the background here. Sorry about that, guys. Um, anyway, P- press, press Pepe is... Well, it's Glenroy. Uh, Pepe, Pepe is uh, <laughs> dressed... Oh, sorry, yeah, get fucked. Hope you're dead. <laughs> Pepe is dressed as Father Christmas, which is super cute. Uh, the first match we have is uh, Lex Luger versus Scotty Riggs. All I've got down here is that uh, Bobby calls Mongo Mr. Dog Owner uh, because I think he just completely forgot his name. <laughs> and the com <clears throat> the comboys talk about Luger and Sting throughout this whole match, which is a competitive match. Lex eventually puts Rig in the rack and uh, Riggs in the rack, uh, and the crowd are into this. I noticed. Did you have any thoughts about a Lex Luger match? <laughs> I agree that the crowd seemed into this. Other than that, no, I had no thoughts. I was just completely, um, completely, completely bored, obviously, for Lex Luger match. Next, we get Sting interviewed by Mean Gene. Sting has had enough about being asked about Lex, and he calls out New Japan, uh, who will be going up against WCW at Starcade. Um, he does some good stuff here with Gene, but again, nothing spectacular to talk about here, I don't think. No. That's going to be a little bit of a running theme for this yeah, episode. There's not a lot of meat on the bone in this episode, but we said we'd do every single episode, so here we are. <laughs> and we have abs like we have not lied. We've we've done it. We're doing yeah. it. Um, yeah, and God, you have to deal with that, brother friends. Hey, brother friends, guess what? Next up, we've got Big Bubba versus Sting, and it's exactly what you think it is. Not much. Uh, the crowd, the crowd love Sting. I know I bring this up every time. He's out there, but there is a legitimate pop that doesn't happen for anybody else, including like Macho Man and Hulk Hogan. Uh, Sting wins with a surprise roll-up off the top rope, which I I think might have been a botched spot that Sting managed to recover. It either was a botched spot or it was a very poorly done spot. I'm going to go with botched spot that Sting saved. I'll go with the other one just for, you know. Competitive tension. We cut back to Mean Gene, who's wearing a Santa hat now. Someone must have told him it's Christmas Day. Uh, and he interviews Jimmy Hart and Lex Luger. Uh, Gene asks uh, Lex about Sting. Uh, Lex says that they're friends and he is the uncrowned champion, which is his new thing. And uh, look out, it's Sergeant Craig Pittman. He comes out and asks Jimmy Hart to manage him. <laughs> uh, Jimmy body shames Pittman. He tells Pittman to take his shirt off and then says, look at Lex Luger, look at you, look at Lex Luger, look at you, no, I'm not going to manage you. 
here's 25, here's a quarter, get out of here and call a manager who cares. You know, I don't 100% agree with the way that James Hart behaved, but he makes a fair like point about the fact that Craig Pittman doesn't look good. They wouldn't just be doing this every week if they didn't have some big manager for him to be attached to at some point, right? I would. I, I mean, God, I hope not, because <laughs> far out. Imagine how heartbreaking that would be. Every week he goes into Eric's office, and uh, unless he's done something to Eric, that's, and this is just... I mean, given sort of the insane illogical like theories of certain people around WCW and the fact that it's like, you know, Eric paid this person millions of dollars so Hulk Hogan could defeat them because uh, Hulk otherwise, you know, was going to be cranky because he wanted to defeat this person from 10 years ago in his past. Um, I mean, it, it wouldn't be totally off-brand, I guess, whether that brand is real or not. It's of bizarre. But, I mean, now that it's happened twice, it does have my attention. I'm like, this is bad. I don't know what's happening, but I do kind of want to see what happens next with it. So I suppose it's working. I guess so. Um, but it, I mean, it's not working for me, to be clear. I'm not I'm not keen to know what's going to happen next. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Pretty easily roped in is probably the, the lesson there. Uh, next <laughs> up, we get Dean Malenko versus JL. Uh, this match is of a standard with that you would expect between these two, which is a very, very good match. It's a very quick match. Um, JL appeared to have actually hurt his arm pretty badly. Um, that's it. That's really all there is to report out of this. It was just one of those sort of like five-minute filler matches that we get a bit on Nitro at the moment. Yeah, it was It was really like it was the most enjoyable thing on this show, in my opinion. It, like it would have been nice that it, if it went longer than four minutes, but you can't ask for everything. Uh, we're back to Mean Gene. He's lost the Christmas hat this time. Uh, he interviews Ric Flair. Uh, Jimmy Hart comes out, and there'll be more of this at Starcade as well. But Jimmy Hart comes out and asks if he can come to the ring with Ric Flair. Uh, Rick says yes, and then woos. And that's pretty much this promo. <laughs> mean Gene, in my opinion, and it's just my opinion, but he's quite an unpleasantly malevolent force in WCW. He does not seem he does not seem particularly happy to be there, and he just seems like quite unpleasant. Like he just seems like the kind of person you wouldn't actually really want to spend time around. Like he's He's the kind of person that's, like, been in a job for 20 years, seen a lot of stuff, and someone comes in and is like, oh, I really like this, and he's like, yeah, yeah, calm down. <laughs> we'll see. It'll get shit. Don't worry. I didn't... Like, I just feel like he he's just not ple- pleasant. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I don't get that from Gene. <laughs> he might be going through the motions a little bit. I mean, he's been doing it for a long time by this stage, but... I think it's just like you're interviewing the same three people every week for the last three months, you know, and in a in a storyline that really doesn't make any sense until we get to Starcade. But by that stage, it's too late. It's been going on for five weeks, you know. You're just like, oh, like I literally had moments at Starcade, which will be our next episode, um, where I was like, oh, right. But we'll save that for Starcade. <laughs> Uh, next up, we've got Ric Flair versus Macho Man. Uh, Mongo will not shut the fuck up about Turkey. He's mentioned Turkey about six times throughout the episode. 
imagine, like, I just kept thinking as I was watching this that there were people who on Christmas Day of 1995 were like, I need to watch this. Um, and they watched live. it live. Yeah. And, like, there, there will be a subset of those people, you know, who, who might not have had anything to do and, you know, that's quite sad. But uh, there was also there's also a subset of people who definitely did have something to do and were like, hey, we better... There's at least one who was like, hey, guys, let's just <laughs> chill out a bit and... <laughs> Go to WCW. I, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Like, what a strange thing to do on Christmas Day is to go to... Unless the taping... I oh know, but it's live because it's Nitro, right? Yeah. yeah, it's live. And the the WWF does not have a show this week. They take the rare day off. Well, they wouldn't do that now. That's, yeah, surprising. Um, Macho Man spits in Rick's face at the beginning of this match. Like, legitimately. Well, he's the... F- He's the face. That's you know <laughs> well, that's the kind of behaviour that we've come to expect from wrestling fake good guys in nineteen ninety five. That's what I've got down. That's the next note. Macho is really wrestling like a heel. Like he's throwing like throughout this whole match. It's really weird. Um, um, he like it's just you know vintage nineteen ninety five. Like Hulk Hogan like you know pulls someone's pants down and punches them in the dick, and then like is like, <laughs> hey kids, eat your vitamins so you can be cool like me. Um. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Of course, Randy Savage spits in someone's face. Rick throws Macho out of the ring. Uh, Jimmy Hart starts kicking Macho. He chokes Macho <laughs> with like a handkerchief. Mongo says that he wants to see some butt stuff when it comes to Jimmy Hart and uh, his megaphone. I don't. No, just to be clear. Do, I mean, that's that they're Mongo's words, not uh, not uh, Matthews or mine. We just want to be very, very clear about that. The Wrestle Wolf podcast, as a collective has no interest in seeing Jimmy Hart sodomized with his microphone. This is a 20-minute match that I was enjoying. I, I know it's a go-home show, so they're not going to give us Ric Flair and Macho Man proper, um, but it's ruined by another run-in. Like, Luger comes in um, after Macho Man hits Jimmy Hart. Uh, then Sting comes in to save who, question mark, and that's it. That's the show. <laughs> I mean, this is, it's just, it's one of those things, isn't it, where you've got Sting, you've got Dean Malenko, you've got Mr. JL, you've got Randy Savage, you've got Ric Flair, and someone actually made the decision, like, hey, we need we need to make sure we get some more Lex Luger in this. Uh, he, he, he plays a part in Starcade, so I suppose, yeah, I suppose they were trying to get some sort of interest in the triangle match. But just this whole, the story between Ric Flair and Sting and Luger feels really forced or has felt really forced over the last month. I was really, like, to, if I'm being really honest, this is probably the Nitro I've enjoyed the least out of all the ones that we've done. I've, I've oh, found it like, not a chore, but I was just like, this is the same episode as last week and the week before. And there was just a part of me. I felt I feel like I would have been the same if I was watching it at the time. Where it's like, oh, can we just get to Starcade so we can move on? Well, I think the strange thing about this is, like, it it, it this whole episode, like the last few episodes, have really been heavily, heavily, heavily built around this triangle match, uh, and who's gonna, 
you know face subsequently face Macho Man for the for the title. What they haven't really bothered to spend very much time explaining is that spoiler for Starcade, but almost the whole pay per view is going to be about a World Cup of Wrestling and like have all these people that you've never seen before competing against some of WCW's top talent for the World Cup of Wrestling. But it's not like they've they've spent any time on... They haven't spent five minutes on Nitro being like, this is really important because of this thing. And it's just... It is exceptionally strange that, like... Like, they've sort of... They've had the 30-second the promo with, like, the really racist Japanese music being like, the land of the rising sun comes to America to face us against blah, blah, blah. But, like, they, they haven't just been like, hey, here's Jushin Thunder Liger, and he's going to kick the shit out of you, Chris Benoit, because, like, this is this really matters. They've tried little bits and pieces. Like, they they tried with Bobby the Brain, like, almost, what, two months ago now, where he was having dinner with Sonny Ono and, and stuff like that. But then that disappeared. But they've not connected no, the no, dots they have Yeah, I agree. That's what I'm saying. Like, they started, and there's bit, every now and then Eric will mention the fact that Bobby's, like, you know, taken all this payment from new japan for some reason it's so weird the the storytelling across the board with nitro at the moment is not great also what a what a strange thing for bobby for like new japan pro wrestling must be fucking idiots because why would you pay a commentator it's like that's the the worst person to pay yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true like, yeah it, it's the person pay a referee pay eric bischoff the executive producer you know what I mean? Would have made way more sense for Eric to <laughs> to be having. Just just want to interrupt here and say that I don't obviously think of Eric Bischoff at this point as the executive producer, and I'm relatively offended that you would speak to me in that manner outside of kayfabe. But I've mentioned it on our podcast, which is part of kayfabe, so now it's part of kayfabe. Uh, yes, this is disgrace. I just I feel so upset. <laughs> Anyway, that's that episode. So this might be the shortest episode we've ever done, but genuinely there isn't really anything to talk about. It, it, it kind of just sort of... Tre- everything's just sort of treading water for Starcade, which is literally two days from this Nitro. So, um, yeah. <laughs> is there anything else you've got to add? <laughs> I don't feel like we should have to apologise, but a part of me wants to apologise. So I'm... I'm sorry. This is not... Uh, we can only really work with the material that we have, guys. We weren't really given much on this uh, at all. I suppose if you're going to watch one thing, you would watch the Dean Malenko-JL match to get four minutes of good wrestling. I would I would probably just skip to Starcade. <laughs> yeah. Go on. Um, yeah, so... Uh, I say this every episode, but listenership is up again. Um, and I don't say that to brag. I say that to thank you guys for letting other people know about it and, and, and you know, showing that you guys are liking what Matt and I are doing. Um, it, that actually means quite a bit. Um, if you can keep sharing it with, with friends, that'd be great. Rating and reviewing is probably something that we could need. We could do some help with. What? That's not a sentence. If you could rate and review us, that would be great. Um, you can follow us on the socials. We are WrestleWolf on Facebook, WrestleWolf Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, our website is WrestleWolf.com. Um, and if you want to send us an email, uh, it is WrestleWolfPodcast at gmail.com. But 
until next time, Merry Christmas, guys. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Yeah, sorry. I just forgot that's what you say back. (laughs)